Welcome back to the Silver Screen and Roll Network, everybody, and welcome to I Love Basketball. This is The Machine. And this is Sabrina. It's Sabrina. And we're back for actually a final episode with the both of us. Because I got a job. Woo! Yay! I'm going to be a podcast producer for The Athletic doing NBA podcast. Uh, so look out for that. I'll probably be promoting all my stuff on social media as usual. And uh, yeah, pretty excited. <laughs> pretty excited for that. And also uh, pretty sad to be leaving behind a silver screen and roll and um, Laker film room. Which I had a lot of fun working on for the past, uh, like filming for the past like year and a bit, like year and a half maybe, mm-hmm. and then Silver Screen Roll for the past six months. So, um, me and Sabrina last week we asked for questions and like super weird, we didn't like get any, and that's okay. Well, to be fair, I mean nobody knew until like yesterday that this was our last podcast together. So maybe like that's true. You know, it is it is September. There's not like a ton of things going on. Maybe if we had uh, pumped up the whole last chance ever, you know, a little bit earlier, <laughs> might have happened. Like, I'm just saying we asked at the end of the last episode and I didn't like even hear any buzz. Like there was no buzz even. I just can't believe. <laughs> anyway, so we did ask on social media and the in droves, in droves, we, we got questions. We are redefining the word droves. Like that's how much... <laughs> so many questions so cool thank you guys so much for being so engaging on social media i love that um yeah it's awesome so we're just, that's the first thing we're gonna do is just answer the numerous 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 questions that we received and then we're just gonna talk about like um our i mean my final thoughts on like the upcoming season and where we stand as a as a b-ball club and uh, an organization, and then you know, I'm gonna sign off for the final for, for the final time, and then I'm just gonna edit the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not really over until it's posted. Yeah, right, I guess first, uh, we answered the first question, right? Like, why is this the last podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody asked. Someone was like, "What last is podcast? This for real? Yeah. Oh so. yeah, that was Joshua Boxer." Um, it is the last podcast, and that is why. It's because I got a full-time job at a competing media company, and you guys know the rules. Uh, okay, so we got a few questions. I think a good place to start is, um, how did you guys get started at Silver Screen? And that was asked by Jordan Madrigan at RealJDragon24. All right. Uh, Sasha, you want to start? Sure. Um... Basically, I was just working for Laker Film Room doing video editing and stuff. And then he heard that Sabrina needed a co-host for this podcast and he suggested me. And then me and Sabrina got together and did some brainstorming for like three months. Yeah, it took us a really (laughs) long time. (laughs) took us a long time to figure out what we wanted to do. And then... We just did it. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, I remember uh, Pete saying that like he knew somebody who wanted to host a podcast, and I was like, is it because she's a girl? 
<laughs> kind of. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Not no. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't such a bad idea. I think it worked out okay. But yeah, I started uh, just doing some posts for Silver Screen Roll. I'd been reading it, you know, because I grew up a Laker fan. And so I found it around like 2014, I think. And I just started writing a couple things here and there for Drew Garrison at the time. And I think like for the first two years, uh, there was like one week where I wrote four things because the NCAA tournament was happening and uh, there was a chance we were going to draft some Duke guys. So I got really into it. And then that was it for like six months. <laughs> um, yeah, like, freelancing uh, is like that. It really like comes in waves. Like yeah. sometimes you'll have a lot of stuff to do, and sometimes you'll have less stuff to do. But I mean, real, I started working for Laker Film Room when he put out basically that open uh, application on Twitter. He was like, mm-hmm. "I want to hire some people to do editing for me," and I emailed him. And then the whole key about it is just to, like, make yourself, you know, necessary. Exactly. Yeah. Like, just make it so that they absolutely can't do what they're doing without you. Yeah. And that's uh, coming up with new ideas and, you know, volunteering to do the crappy stuff and uh, just got to work hard and then also be good at it. Yeah, I think that's what happened <laughs> for me here is uh, me and Harrison sort of talked about me having, like, a regular role. So... That's when I started doing like my weekly column on just anything that interested me with the Lakers. But it's a little different, the voice that I have compared to like, you know, Anthony and Christian and Alex. So totally. It's a little different. Totally. Sticks out Somebody a little. actually asked us. Ooh, how, uh, Joshua Boxer again at one underscore big underscore drop. How would you two classify the niche you fill in the Laker podcast universe, the LPU, if you will? <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't think a lot of people are familiar with the LPU. <laughs> so who <laughs> would who would define fans. the LPU? So it's like us. It's everybody else on silver screen. So like the Alexes and then Christian and Jacob and Anthony and Harrison. And then obviously Laker Film Room. Laker Film Room, Darius. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Anthony has like a separate locked on one. I mean, I'm sure there's other ones. Oh, uh, Ali, Vipornia. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Um, how is our, what is our niche in the LPU? It's, uh, it's the female we portion, that's for sure. girls. And <laughs> I don't think anyone else has started a podcast no. or like titled a podcast, you know, the, the 100 hottest NBA players. Like that's. That's true. That is I our think, part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to carry on the tradition of confusingly named podcast. We're definitely um, the premier LaMelo ball podcast. That totally. is part of our brand in the LPU. Dude, he is going to be good. Right? Like, it's <laughs> Aren't not some of these highlights, like, a lot of fun? <laughs> He's going to be really good, and I'm super excited for him to be in the league. Like, <laughs> the guy can shoot from half court, like, lazily. Anyway, you guys, like, that's, that's like, when we're like, oh, I don't know, like, will he be able to shoot threes from college to the NBA? By the way, there's absolutely no earthly reason why the three-point line should be different for NCAA <laughs> and NBA. It makes no sense, and there's no point Well, I guess, like, I, I will say that, like, college players are not as good as NBA players. So in order for them to have the opportunity to even shoot threes, it just has to be a little bit closer. 
Two That's and where a half I'm coming from. Point line then. I think we got to make the college line two and a half points and the real one three. <laughs> it just like, honestly, it's like if you can't shoot a three, then don't just shoot don't it. shoot. You know threes, what I mean? Yeah. You, or like you'll get better at it if that's where the line is. You know what I'm saying? These I guys suppose that's are, fair. Like if they made that the real three point line, we wouldn't even be talking about it because it would just be normal. It's true. We spend so much time talking about college three versus NBA three. Like I remember when Kuzma came out and like his three point percentage at Utah was was not so hot, but then like somebody broke down his three point percentage like from the NBA line and beyond, and it was like fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's like why do we have to do this? <laughs> it's it's insane. It makes no sense, and then it also like makes it so that there's this huge learning curve for being in the league when like in a play in. Possibly the most important aspect of the game we currently have, the three-point shot. And, like, we're setting these guys up for failure in college by not having them practice for for however long they're in college on a real three-point line. It just makes no sense for there to be a huge learning curve for something like that. That's my personal opinion. Anyway, LaMelo Ball, we don't have to worry about that with LaMelo Ball. We don't have to worry about just, that. He just shoots from half point. He's got the NBA line court. in his head. He's got like the Damian Lillard three-point line in his head. And he's like, that's yeah. where I'm going from. It was never even about the three-point line. Yeah. He he shot for the stars. And I admire that. And You're going to be really good. You're going to be watching some uh, LaMelo Ball on the Hawks in the, was it the, the ABL this, this year? He's in the Australian he's League. He's in Australia, yeah. 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 That's a thing now. It's a thing, yeah. He's, it's, like, it's not the only guy who's skipping college to go to the Australian League. Oh, I think he's the only no, one who's, like, cool. exhausted his eligibility, but, you know. Right. <laughs> but also then it's kind of cool that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, ultimately, just go play in Australia. Go live in freaking Australia. Like, I know. How cool is that, lit. right? And it's during <laughs> our winter, so it's, like, Australian summer. Like, yeah, live it up. And it, they speak English and everything, so you yeah. don't got to, like, worry about like language barriers and stuff. I'm sure it was really hard to just go to like Eastern Europe and be right. like, hi. <laughs> it was as hard as playing for the Lakers, apparently. <laughs> and he's 6'6". Six, six. He's 6'6 six, six at age 18. Like, you got to assume he might get up to like 6'7". Lonzo is 6'6". Six, six. Even if he's 6'6", six, six, like that's good point guard shooting right size. I'm down yeah. with that. Yeah. He's, he's big. Oh, I'm excited. He's going to be great. Anyway. We're just going to have to have know. you come back on, like, in a year, you know, when Lamelo's preparing for his first NBA season. All right. <laughs> or just around I'll draft like time, you know. Book. Do we I'll have a first-round pick this year? No. No? I don't remember which picks no? we gave up for Davis. Uh, I don't know. We gave up this year's, but it was after the, the draft, so I guess we could give up consecutive years. We could just look it up, but that that's too much. I effort. don't know. Yeah. yeah, it is, and <laughs> nobody really cares anyway. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think the Lakers will have Lamelo for at least a Do while. Do you think, think Lavar would rather have Lamelo go to a big market or play in New Orleans with Lonzo? Uh, I don't know, but I hazard. You know, I'm not. I don't even know if that guy's going to be in the picture anymore. Like, okay. based on, this was some kind of news. The shoot, the stuff that, LeVar, I'm trying not to swear so I don't have to <laughs> do a crazy edit. Um, the stuff that LeVar was saying to, to Lonzo about, like, you wouldn't be anywhere without me, like, without me, like, you'd be nobody. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, that is not true. It's, like, kind of the opposite. <laughs> 
It's like maybe Lonzo would have healthy legs if he were just wearing normal shoes. Wearing normal shoes and maybe like half of the... And if the entire league didn't hate him because of you, like maybe Patrick Beverly wouldn't just like eaten his lunch in his first game of the season. Oh, so mean. So mean. That's mean. Honestly, that's not nice because you know it's not his fault. Like he didn't say anything. Lonzo is a very quiet young man. Yeah, but I definitely think the reason, like, people, like, Until you put an iPhone face. camera on him and you tell him it's going on Instagram, then he's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I I do wonder if it would just be better for them to play on separate teams, although it would be super fun to watch them together. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really care. Personally, I don't care if they play on the same team. LeVar probably does, and it would be probably fun for them to do so. Mm-hmm. But I personally don't care. I just want LaMelo in the league. Yeah. Lonzo's feeling like more and more of a question mark with his injuries and stuff. But that's the niche that we fill in the, in the, in the LPU. Universe. <laughs> I am the... going to write the LaMelo Ball biography. Oh, okay. That's, I'm excited. I'm really interested to see like where this whole saga ends. Yeah, hopefully we're just at the beginning of it, you know. Hopefully it's a and long then, and productive career for the balls in the NBA. Not yeah. Jello, obviously, because he's terrible. He is not good at basketball, and but he'll be fine. Like, he could probably find something to do in basketball. Not mm. anything that requires, like, talking in front of people, but... <laughs> Would he be, like, Lonzo's manager or something? I don't know. <laughs> Water boy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to make fun of him because I don't know shit about his life, but yeah, I don't I know suppose. anything about his life, I mean. Well, we went long on LaMelo <laughs> We always do. <laughs> we always do. And another question from my sister, Juliet Ashall, at Jay Ashall, I believe. What is basketball? <laughs> She's unclear. <laughs> Wait, that was from your sister? That's my sister. She says, she asks, what is basketball? Um, I think she knows what it is because she is, like, kind of a Nets fan. Like, she started going. She lives in Brooklyn. She started going a couple, like, couple years ago. Actually, Brooklyn games are the only games that I've ever been to because they're so cheap. And Sparks games. And Sparks games. <laughs> That's true. I went to a Sparks game, and I've been to Nets games. They are unbelievably cheap i actually think the sparks game was more expensive um (laughs) than a a nets game from two years ago uh but it was actually really fun they're really fun games barclay center does the same thing um that's the lights out with the lights out which is great and uh we were really high up and it's kind of like queasy but also like very, very fun. I loved seeing D'Angelo, and I loved seeing... We actually saw... I've actually seen Anthony Davis play, because I saw them play the Pelicans. That's why it was so cheap. It was Pelicans-Nets game <laughs> from two years ago. <laughs> I feel Demarcus like they Cousins made the playoffs game. that year, didn't they? That was DeMarcus yeah. Cousins' year? Maybe it was last year then, because I, I don't, don't know. think Whatever DeMarcus is, they don't, Cousins was on the team. They don't sell don't very he was well. Playing. Um, Regardless, anyway. that's, that's why Anthony Davis wanted out, right? Yeah. yeah. So she knows. She, like, knows what basketball is. But I think she – I think I'm going to interpret this question as, like, what is basketball to us? Because to her, it's just, like, cheap tickets. She likes watching. It makes her feel – oh, God, I don't want to put her on blast or anything. (laughs) But, like, 
it probably makes her feel good to go to the games. So it's like a lot of people are going and it's like a big event and getting it on the ground floor of the nets, like if you could tell that their trajectory was like only up and now that that's kind of like come to fruition this, this off season and we'll see where it goes. I know lots of Celtics fans are like, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if Kyrie's good. And I'm just like, okay, this is like a completely different situation with like who's on the team and what, like what had been the capability of the team without Kyrie. It's totally different. So anyway, Oh, I also think, uh, just going back to the last question real quick, our niche on the, the LPU is uh, the most Nets content outside of any yeah. Nets podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I talk about what I want to talk about. But at least now we know the reason why that. Sasha is a Nets fan. You know, My sister lives in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's it. That's, We've that's never it. brought that up. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell is on the team, and or he was, and my sister lives in Brooklyn, and that's why I've been to games. There we go. But yeah. I've never been to a Lakers game. I hope to go. I hope to go one day. Yeah. Maybe well, you got that my... big athletic money coming in. So. Yeah, no, I got my money. Maybe I'll. I don't know if the... <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be able to justify a hundred dollars for like a a third third tier ticket though. What you got to do like, is you got to get insane. like one of those uh, American Express credit cards that lets you into the Amex lounge, and then just uh-huh. buy really terrible nosebleed tickets, but go early to get to the like the second floor lounge. That's what you got to do. Oh, and then also be one of the people who wins the Amex thing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. American Express, they do that, right? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, Not yeah. a sponsor of I Love Basketball, by the way. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we, we can all aspire to have five-pound credit cards. So <laughs> I think that's something we can all share. Basketball, to me, though, is, like, just one of the most craziest fun things ever to watch. I, it just is – it's the sport, to me, that most – I most go like, oh my god, what? When I'm watching. I'm like, what? Oh, he, he can do that? Like, that's it's the sport where I say that the most. Soccer, I'm like, yeah, okay, there's like a lot of downtime. A lot, yeah. of, <laughs> a lot of peanut butter. Passing the ball around, a lot of peanut butter. And like, tennis, I love... But it's not – It's that's more of feels like an endurance game sometimes. And it's it's different when you're watching like somebody play – by themselves versus like Mm -hmm. on a team and football i'm just like what are you guys doing like you're all gonna you're all gonna get concussions and it's gonna hurt my feelings yeah so that just makes me sad but basketball i'm like okay everybody like seems okay we all seem happy here that's why we love basketball yeah it's it's just like the perfect sport it's like it's fast it's crazy like there are incredible athletes and there's like so much like you have to be so smart to be able to play too. Like everybody in the NBA is so smart just because of actually how smart you have to be to play basketball. Cause there's so many, like, I don't know, like I don't even understand half of what's going on on the court. And then you go watch like a Laker film room video or something. And you're like, Oh my God, this is like, <laughs> this is like when you, you like unearth it, like halfway, mm-hmm. you see a little bit more, but like to get as deep as somebody like LeBron does, just like, insane and then to also be as like athletic and just curry just confident mm-hmm. yep. donk <laughs> wait what <laughs> donk i mean just the like confidence it takes to mm. attempt to dunk over gotcha. somebody who is seven foot feet tall yeah i mean for me basketball is more just like it's what i watched with my brother and my dad growing up you know like it's just been yeah. a family thing for a very long time 
and I never thought that I'd actually like make money off of basketball, <laughs> which is sort of a very weird thing. Because um, I was, yeah, I was terrible at basketball as a child, just terrible. My ball handling skills are non-existent, and I didn't mm. hit my growth spurt until way late. So those oh, were wow. necessary. Uh, but yeah, it's just—I mean, it's just so much fun to watch. Like I don't, I can't remember a time in my life where like I didn't have basketball as a meaningful part of it. Like I chose where I went to college because I wanted them to have a good basketball team. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't and I still ended up like having friends who ran into Jalen Brown on campus. Yeah. Go cow. <laughs> but uh Yeah, question. I mean now it's funny though cuz I never actually had a relationship with basketball at all at, uh on campus and now looking back I'm like okay like Jalen Brown's my boy like <laughs> I, I well, you know who yeah. also went to Cal, Sasha? Who? Jason Kidd. Oh, okay. Not my boy, but we'll see. <laughs> We're looking towards the future. It was a long time ago. You know, I'm willing to like, open my mind to these things. And also, I didn't realize, um, shoot, there are two guys from St. Louis. Jason, uh, Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal. Jason Beale. Tatum. Bradley Beal. That was yeah. the other guy. Yeah. I looked that up and I was like, oh my God. I think they both went to the same high school. Yeah, I think uh, one of them was babysat by Nelly. I think that was Beal. I think that was Bradley yeah. Beal. Yeah. Uh, I think his family knew Nelly, yeah. Um, Fun little basketball this- history you have, Sasha. <laughs> yeah, and I grew up in the same neighborhood as Nelly, so like, degrees. It's yeah. uh, degrees. Just a couple degrees, yeah. A couple, but I also never knew any of them, so just proximity type <laughs> degrees. Um, All right. Yeah, me, I mean, me and Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum went to a high school that I mean I didn't really know anybody from that high school but I like knew a lot of pe- like people at my school knew people at that high school and we were probably there at the same time because he's only like two years younger than me or something yeah Tatum's what like 21 maybe yeah that's about right God, <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have a kid does he he does his kid's does name is Jason Tatum Jr. but they call him Deuce wow babies having babies yeah. there we go that's the way though Yep. Anyway, so that's, that was what that's all was to us. We took it. You know what? She said it as a joke, but we decided to make it earnest. And that's what I'm all about right now. I'm really trying to include more, like, earnestness. That is not our right niche now. in the Lakers podcast universe. No, our niche is silly. <laughs> <laughs> super, super silly. Okay. And then, okay, now we have, like, the big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Book Warmington asked like three questions so this is like what we're gonna talk about um so what's the funniest way you could use mama mentality in your everyday life uh i mean i just every day i'm like i'm just gonna swear because and you know what i'm not gonna bleep it i'm not gonna bleep it so if you have kids just chill it's fine it's fine i'm sure you know something has been out of the background before and it's okay and also like swear words are not even a big deal guys like i'm not i don't want to have this like fight with y'all but like swear words are do not matter and they're literally (laughs) the least of anybody's worries in this world right now um fuck everybody else and like i'm gonna do it my way that's like my and here i am swear words mom that's my mama mentality in regards to swear words but like i'm just gonna do it my way and uh really kind of fuck what anybody else says i don't really care um and that that has uh, taken a long time to to cultivate even, like, because I feel like everybody knows that they're supposed to be that way. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know you're supposed to be like, I'm going to do me and like whatever. And I don't care what anybody thinks about me. And that's you, – you're like – in high school especially, you're like – you're like, I know I'm supposed to be this way, but high school is all about, like, what does everybody think of me? Like, oh, my God, it's <laughs> horrible. And then college was kind of like that for me, too. And then towards the end of college and then, like, really afterwards and in the past really, like, six months, I've uh, been able to actually implement that a little bit more. That's so, cool. Let's see. Funniest way of implementing mama mentality. So uh, That wasn't the funniest way. (laughs) When I think of like, so Kobe, whenever he had his press conferences, he would always make these like super random comparisons of like these metaphors of how his basketball career related to like other random things. And I think it was part of his like effort to like appear cultural and like beyond basketball in a certain way, which Mm -hmm. we see now like in his post-basketball career. I feel like Rob really took that to heart. (laughs) In terms of how he approaches mama mentality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that would be the funniest way to use mama mentality in your regular life. Just like throwing out super random comparisons to like, you know, KCP being mana from heaven. <laughs> you know? So just to make cultural references. That have no business being a part of the discussion. You know, to make people feel yeah. very awkward and unsure of what you're talking about at the same <laughs> to time. To make people feel awkward. I'm just going to use my mom mentality to make people uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess I feel like Kobe does that. Is. Yeah, he does yeah, that. that like the, the little, is, like, snake, the teeth thing he used to do, like, that was super weird. <laughs> the hiss thing, you know, like that, like with the, I don't know. That is weird. Yeah. I The more That's... distance we have from Kobe Bryant, like, as a Laker, the, the more I'm just like, that guy is so strange. <laughs> so incredibly strange. But it worked. Yeah. It worked, and he did it his way the whole time. And you know what? I actually, that's... I kind of respect... Okay, here, maybe this is an unpopular thing, mm-hmm. but it takes some guts to be a well-known asshole. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Rob Palenka is well known to be an asshole, and it kind of takes guts to, like, be that person, because if everybody hates you, I don't know, they're just, like, I feel like I've I've been like, well, we all know he's, like, a bad person, like, everybody around the league doesn't like him, and yet he continues to, to, to be that way uh-huh. all the time, and, like, say dumb stuff, and, like... And it somehow turned into a farewell tour where everyone was like, we love Kobe so much. (laughs) It really, it's like, it's interesting. It's interesting. I think it takes a lot of guts to be like a well-known asshole. And you know what? But that's you. If that's you, then you do it. Yeah. And it works. You know? It clearly works. It it works. I mean, he, for, you know, we could say he won. He did. He is the GM. Yeah, the mama mentality was a winning mentality. Yeah. And Magic Johnson is not always on vacation. <laughs> so who really won? He showed up at one Sparks game this Sunday. He's technically part of the ownership group of the Sparks, but he hasn't been around okay. in the last two seasons. This is the first game he's attended in two seasons. And it was like, oh my God, Magic Johnson's at the game. And it's like, do we credit like, you know, Jeannie Buss for showing up to games or like Steve Ballmer for right. showing up to games? That's actually kind of bad. Is he on, like, hiatus from Staples Center ever since, like, the, you know, because of this, I'm out? <laughs> like, That's kind of effed up, honestly. 
for him to like not go to any games for two years. I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like he's been in Italy for the past like nine months or something. But like <laughs> getting other than like that, Coast Guard. Like a- he's been in LA like doing Lakers stuff, literally in Staples Centers all the time, and then not going to any Sparks games. Rude. Anyway. Uh, next question. Rude. Which current Lakers player would be the best co-host to replace Sasha? Well, I feel like we've talked a lot about Kyle Kuzma and his ability no. to enter the podcast sphere, but I don't think uh, I don't think he really has the same demeanor as Sasha. Me. Yeah. I think it would have to be replacing me to co-host with Sasha. <laughs> like, that would work. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, actually, I think what it would be really is that I'm leaving to do a podcast with him. Yeah. <laughs> The first thing that came to my mind was Rondo. Oh, God. <laughs> no, because what a... Uh, he might not be that good of a player, but I think he's like a funny, Sasha, you realize person. this person has to co-host with me. <laughs> okay, well, let's just take away the basketball. Okay. He spit in Chris Paul's face. I also had the thought the other Paul's day face. of like, I did, how... Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No. I did play Connect Four with Rondo once at a Lakers holiday party, and it was delightful. <laughs> He's great. I think yeah. he's great to talk to. Like, I think he's an interesting person. He sticks to his guns. Again, something that I respect. I've just said that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I mean, how long did I, like, stand him just because he spit in Chris Paul's face? <laughs> like, I, I was, like, probably one of the last people to give up on him <laughs> as a basketball player. Because I just like him. Like, that I was think definitely he's really one funny. of our bugaboos was how much – we appreciated Rondo's basketball player. One of the things we disagreed upon the most. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, Ugh. let's think about this. Um, it, I mean, it wouldn't be like LeBron or AD. That's just this too big name. I feel like no, it's it's probably Danny Green. Good. Interesting. Danny I don't Green's know anything about very him. good at the podcasting. I, oh, really? I don't know that I've ever heard Rondo speak more than like three sentences in a row. I just like what he says. Yeah. And um. I like, uh, I just like that he doesn't take shit. I think mm-hmm. that's cool. I think that whatever whatever happened to make or whatever didn't happen, honestly, like if he just spit in Chris Paul's face for fun, <laughs> nothing even was said, I would be totally fine with that. All right. So. And there has to be this narrative of like, what did he do to Rondo to make him spit? And it's like. He's Chris Paul. Bro, like that's what he is. Maybe. That's what yeah, he did. They have like a. A very long feud, so yeah. Danny Green, interesting. I'll have to check out his uh, podcast appearances. I like that your your last act on I Love Basketball is to try to saddle me with Rajon Rondo. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. What I'm, I think that's. I know he wants to like be a coach and stuff, but I, I think he would be good All in right. media. Let's see. What's our what's our next question? Um, last question. If you got to ask LeBron one question one on one, what would you ask him? All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go first on this one. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit, you know, before recording. But uh, I really want to know if LeBron James ever thought he could actually trademark Taco Tuesday. <laughs> what was the thought yeah. process <laughs> beyond that? Yeah, like because we've been saying that for a long time, bro. Yeah, like does he think that he came up with it? Does uh, was he just trying to like create more like awareness of the Taco Tuesday movement? <laughs> and why are you trying to take this away from? Mexican small restaurants? Business, <laughs> small businesses that created this promotion in order to feed underage college students <laughs> and, and ply them with margaritas. I don't... 
I don't know why you're trying to take that away. It, that's small business stuff. I just don't get it. But we've been saying that for a long, long time. Like, I, I generally, like, I trust LeBron James's judgment a lot on the court. Like, almost exclusively on the court. Like, I, I have nothing wrong to say about his judgment on the court. Trying to trademark a popular phrase like this. It's like Maybe how Ohio State tried to trademark could. the word, like, the, you know, the Ohio State <laughs> University. Like... This all happened within, like, the same, like, couple weeks of one another. It's a very, very odd time for, like, the trademark office in the United States. Ultimately, rich people, man. They make weird decisions. You know what I mean? I don't know that he – I mean, he didn't go to college, so he does, He maybe doesn't know that we've just been – this has been a thing. Maybe. Maybe he didn't do He was not one of the underage college students needing to yeah. – He's never been a 20 through 28-year-old who goes to Taco Tuesdays, so... Yeah, maybe he just discovered it. Maybe it was, like, you know... And he just thought it was, like, a fun thing to do at home yeah. and didn't realize that it was, like, a thing that Mexican restaurants do. Yeah, maybe his chef just started, like, making tacos. tacos on Tuesdays during the summer because, like, you know... Maybe he independently <laughs> came up with Taco Tuesday, which is from being out of touch. Well, yeah, that, that's what I want to know about Alan Rogers. <laughs> Did you independently come up with Taco <laughs> Tuesday because you don't know anything that's happening in the outside world? Uh, I don't know what I would ask him, to be honest. I, I have a lot of questions, and I didn't really think about this that much beforehand, so I don't have anything right off the top of my head. But well, another thing I'd want to know from LeBron is what he really thinks of Kyrie Irving. Because oh. I have thoughts. I have thoughts. And I think I I want to know what he really thinks of Genie Bus. Because mm. I this is my I think my like biggest question mark. We probably don't have time to like talk about stuff that's gonna happen next season. And we all already know we yeah. talk about everything yeah. already. It's fine. But like <laughs> I think still our biggest question mark is management. Like, do we trust they can make good decisions? Like. Does he actually trust them to make good decisions? Because you just because it like kind of worked out right now, yeah. like doesn't mean that they actually did Have a anything. Plan or like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the magic is gone, and theoretically, he's the person who like brought LeBron in in the first place. Mm-hmm. But then ultimately, like we kind of all believe that LeBron was going to come anyway. Yeah, I mean, I I don't buy the whole like LeBron wanted to come to LA, and so he came to the Lakers just regardless of any basketball considerations because there is another basketball team in LA that he did not go to play for. Yeah. So I do believe that the Lakers had something to do with it, but yeah, what he really thinks about like Jeannie and Rob and if there's a chance. (laughs) I feel like I know what he thinks about Kurt Ramis. I don't need to ask him that. Yeah, maybe Uh, not. That one's more clear cut. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I want, I want, genie bus to be like a genius like mm-hmm. that was what i wanted so much was for her to be like really smart and make all the yeah. right decisions and like she has been making the decisions that i myself would make and that doesn't mean that they're bad decisions because i don't know anything about managing a basketball team but like i think the the philosophy behind what she's doing or the way that she like conducts her business is it's good but it's also she's not like tempering it with judgment she's Mm -hmm. just saying like these are my people and then just kind of only 
giving people that she knows intimately positions of power. And that's just like not really how you build a good business. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good question. So so there we go. That's what I would ask LeBron James. And then Harrison asks if I will come back and live tweet at least one game this year. And I can neither confirm or deny (laughs) because I probably won't. But, I mean, you can just follow me on Twitter. <laughs> and, yeah, watch your live for the Laker game. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll still be alive and on Twitter. Just And a Laker fan. My account. <laughs> huh? And a Laker fan, exactly. All of the above. And you know what? We, like, desperately need Laker fans in basketball media. I really feel like there's a shortage. I feel like we get discriminated against. <laughs> <laughs> this is the and hottest take of them all, Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I should stop. Um, <laughs> I should stop mentioning in ringer applications that I'm a Laker fan because I'm never gonna get hired, <laughs> ever. You just anyway. gotta go with that uh, Nets fandom, you know. Yeah, that's more. That's more like. I was a 2017, I, 18 Nets fan. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> I like young teams. I like teams where I can look at every single player and be like, "Yeah, you're hot." <laughs> Yeah. So is that yeah, like hot. the Pelicans now, or who is that? Uh, they're kind of like that. Um, Philly's kind of like that. Philly's got a cute little team right going on. Oh, Tobias right? Harris posted this picture of him and uh, Ben Simmons working out today, and it was. <laughs> well, Al Horford is truly the most like stunningly gorgeous man I've ever he seen. He does not get enough credit. He really His doesn't. Basketball ability. Good looks all of it not enough credit and like he really is somehow rocks the like is he bald like my impression of him he's as bald, a person yeah. is that he is shinily bald he is yeah but yeah, he rocks it like, yeah it works very well gone and it's gorgeous yeah. i mean wow and then yeah ben simmons is like really cute obviously i don't really need to go into that i mean as well some some i mean he's just insanely tall i think that's like a barrier to entry um hmm. For some people, and I don't even know who else is on that team. Um, well, they lost. Anymore. They lost Reddick and Butler. Yeah, um, that's fine. Let's see. Probably improves. Josh Richardson is is fine. Uh, he's he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like fine. Oh, you know, Chicago's kind of cute. Oh, because they got Levine. I can't be a Chicago fan though, because I'm from St. Louis, and that's forbidden. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's somebody good. did. Good call. Somebody did ask me like, "Why are you a Lakers fan? Why aren't you a a, a Bulls fan?" And I was like, "You that's don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> you literally know nothing about the Midwest. That is the definite. That is literally what coastal elites say. They're like, "Oh, you're from you're from mm-hmm. St. Louis. Why aren't you a Chicago fan?" I'm like, "You have never been anywhere <laughs> that is like." More than 50 miles away from the How, ocean. What is your closest NBA team, actually, to St. Louis? It's probably the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, okay. But there's but no rivalry there, right? Pick your, nah, there's no rivalry. It's kind of just like a pick whatever you How want. How far is thing, OKC? Though. Yeah, I mean, you could. Yeah, I don't know. You could if you I, I don't know why you would. It's kind of like I think a, it would probably be yeah, Grizzlies. I like the way you said it, like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing. Just anybody but yeah. Chicago. Yeah. This is like, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> anybody but Chicago. Yeah. I'm sure there's lots of Lakers fans in St. Louis. And I'm sure there's lots of Celtics fans in St. Louis now, too. Yeah. Jason, Jason Tatum. Tatum. Yeah. Homegrown. I'm going to say probably not a ton of Wizards fans. No, probably not. <laughs> I, I don't know that there's a lot of Wizards fans Poor anywhere. Bradley. 
<laughs> oh my god, seriously. Can we get him on a new team this season? That's what I'm really hoping for this season. Yeah. I want to see Bradley Beal on a new team where he's happy. Yeah, I was hoping it would be the Lakers, but we would have to trade LeBron to get him. That's <laughs> 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 the only, like, asset of any like, worth we have. <laughs> that would be crazy. Oh, well, maybe we could just trade, like, LeBron and then get back Beal and Mo Wagner and Jamario Jones and Thomas Bryant. <laughs> Oh my god, is that worth? Is that worth? For Jamario Jones. <laughs> yeah, I just want Jamario Jones back. I've been listening I to these people him. talking about the Wizards and they don't think Jamario Jones is going to make the team. And that what? is freaking blasphemy because the problem is because we traded him, if he gets waived, we can't re-sign him. He has to be traded somewhere else. That sucks. Yep. So if he gets waived, we can't what take does him out for a year. Him? He has to go somewhere else. I mean, back to the G League maybe. I wonder Ugh. if South Bay could reacquire him. That's an option. Because he is, and he's just, uh, he's I such just a unique him. player. He's so much fun to watch. And he's so, so hilarious. Fun. And adorable. And, and like, he just, I love his Twitter. I love it. He's my, he's the up, uplifting Twitter that yeah, it's, I, I It's funny, I like, I think about how, uh, like, I like New Orleans because they have all our kids, but, like, Washington has, has a lot of the good kids, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's, like, overlooked sometimes. <laughs> Washington has the, yes, he, they have the overlooked kids. They have somebody else I'm forgetting. We gave up Wagner, Jones, and a third. Oh, Bonga. 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 Yeah. No longer the youngest Bonga. player in the NBA, which was the oh. only fact any national announcer knew about Isaac Bonga. <laughs> the youngest player. 19 years old. 19 Is he 19 old. yet? I thought he was turning 19. 19. Oh, okay. No, no, he's 19. Mm. Well, yeah. Something to look I forward to this him. season is uh, a Washington Wizards uh, just watching our, our little kids go to work. The whole world is watching our little kids go to work. I mean, we really – that's a good crop. Like, we – truly, truly a testament to the scouting department. Yeah. Pretty amazing. It's good that we turned it all into Anthony Davis. <laughs> all of the work. Is. It actually is. He's lit. Yeah. He's going to be so awesome. I'm so fucking stoked to watch Anthony Sorry, Davis. Sorry, Anthony Davis like, and Kyle Kuzma are the products of all of our labor. Honestly, like, I don't know if it could have gone better for me. Like, yeah, no, that's pretty good. awesome. There was actually a really cool Ringer article about um, Russo? Ingram. Oh, no. Oh, the, yeah, like, the extension tax. Yeah, and like, what uh, what his future looks like and how much does this, like, Claude. I mean, I think it's easy. Like, I've sort of discounted the Claude at this point because he seems healthy. So it's, mm-hmm. so I'm like, it's fine. But ultimately, like, that that's still a big question, I feel like, yeah. for people's how's that going to, um, how's that going to play out? And that that's like a huge health risk for him. Like, that's a scary, scary, scary thing to happen. That was a really scary, uh, uh, I don't know, illness, injury. It's not, none of the above condition. Yeah. But, uh, I'm really excited for him. I, I want to see him find a niche because he, I feel like, is a very specific player in, like, what works well next to him and the kind of system that should be built around him. And they kind the article noted that, like... He and Lonzo don't exactly work well together. Yeah. Exactly. That was exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And I, it's just, like, it is kind of interesting that we, we just gave them, like... They just, like, have our team from two years ago. And... It, was that a good team? No. No, it wasn't. But they it have Zion. <laughs> Zion instead of Zion. Randall. 
Yeah, they have Zion. That's fair. That's fair. And like we said last last week, like Zion is going to be yeah. a very good player right away. I don't think there has been a lot of questions about that. All so right, well, on that note, with our sterling basketball analysis, that Zion is going to be a good mm. NBA player <laughs> immediately. So, we're so smart. We're so smart. So All right. astute. Sasha, any parting words for your I love basketball fandom? Uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody who listened because I like it was so fun to see everything like grow. Like we started and there was probably like 1500 downloads in March and now we're like kind of consistently hitting like 4500 and that's like pretty incredible and I just really appreciate everybody listening and enjoying and it's been fun to just be able to kind of screw around and <laughs> like I don't Aww. ever want to take anything too seriously but I really enjoyed the 30 to 45 minutes I mean Sabrina have been able to spend on the mic together yeah I'm gonna miss you <laughs> yeah well we'll be in the same I'll probably see you at games yeah you know if we can afford Lakers tickets <laughs> Or if I get a shiny press pass. Ah, yes. Good times. Good times. Good times. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to our final edition of I Love Basketball with Sasha and Sabrina. Uh, This show probably will be continuing in some form or another. Haven't quite figured it out yet, but make sure to keep checking on Fridays on your podcast feed for something. And of course, subscribe to the Silver Screen Roll podcast network because we have shows every day. It'll still be happening. I promise. Every day. Media day is know. like 10 days. Not even 10 days. It's it's so close. It's happening. The season is right on top of us. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it isn't because like there's so much football and baseball happening. Mm-hmm. But like I need to get football out of my feet. Basketball needs to start now. Yeah. It's coming. I'm really excited. Guys, let's, let's just kill this season. And I'll always be with you in your hearts. <laughs> Like, I'm like Albus Dumbledore. If you ask for help. I don't know. All right. I've never been good at ending a podcast. We know this. So thanks very much, guys. I hope you have a great weekend. And, you know, I'm, I'm still going to be on Twitter if you want to hear anything that I have to say. But I do have to work. It's not all about basketball. <laughs>